While you're hearing this song across the station Wanna move forward, not stagnant, plan them So we stay steady, not random Painting a picture, candid Looks so good, you could call it handsome Gave us the power, not standard Plugged in, phantom, opera, anthem When they ask what jewels I require I say God, cause he's taking me higher Higher, Harline podcast where we ignite independent and accurate thought, break the chains and shackles of mental bondage, challenge societal norms and traverse through the timeless teachings of our Heavenly Father. Join us as we liberate minds and embrace the power of the Great Awakening while embracing true sovereignty.
welcome to the show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. I am Jason, your co-host with our sovereign Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, at my side because he is the host with the most and the most high. He's at the helm. He's behind the wheel. He's in the captain's chair steering this great ship through these crazy rough waters in this storm that we call life. So welcome to His Heart Line. It's been way too long, ladies and gentlemen. Been way too long. Well, today's show is titled The Defined Path. And today's reading will be out of Isaiah chapter 30, verses 18 through 26. And for our daily disclaimer, please be advised that I am not a doctor, holistic health expert, financial advisor, biblical scholar, or bar lawyer. And while I am a member of the Michigan General Journal Assembly in good lawful standing, I am not the official face or voice of the National State or County Assembly. And I do not endorse or advocate for violence unless it's in self-defense of me and my family. And please note that the opinions, thoughts, and statements expressed on this platform are solely my own and for educational and entertainment purposes only. So it has been way, way too long. Happy New Year. I can say that because I haven't been on since the New Year. Last show I did was December 31st, New Year's Eve. So I'm just going to go right out there and say Happy New Year, ladies and gentlemen. Happy New Year. Even though it is February 11th. And yes, I know it is Super Bowl Sunday. I don't recognize Super Bowl Sunday, even though it might hinder some of the some of the uh, you know the audience today, if uh, you know if you're in the football, that's hey, that's cool. No judgment, no judgment. But uh, but uh, yeah. So, anyways, I want I figured you know what I'm going to do it on Super Bowl Sunday just to spite the NFL, just to spite them. But anyways, now my time away from the podcast was really needed. I'm really glad I did it. Um, was in Ohio for oh well, pretty much most of January doing fuel transfers from you know the refinery. Uh, in Canton, Ohio, out to Buffalo, New York. And let me tell you something. I tell you, um, I thought Michigan got some serious lake effect snow. Let me tell you, we get some serious snow in Michigan. There's no doubt. We get some serious snow, and we have. And my poor wife had to deal with it. Actually, the whole time I was gone, she had to sh- you know deal with the shoveling the driveway, all that good stuff. But let me tell you what. When you go through Pennsylvania and going through New York up to Buffalo, the crap that comes off of Lake Erie, Oh my gosh, it was blinding. It was blinding. Just, I I can't even explain it. It was just, I've been through some pretty blinding snows, but it was just absolutely horrendous. I saw at least 14, 15 semis flipped over on its side. Uh, Actually, one of our drivers, one of my coworkers actually got rear-ended in that snowstorm. And, uh, yeah, I tell you, I, I wouldn't wish that upon anybody, um, going up I 90 East and West on I 90 in an empty trailer. When winds come off that Lake, uh, Pennsylvania will actually put, uh, on their marquees, their electronic board, you know, uh, whatever you want to call them, their billboards that the state, you know, pays for, or I should say the taxpayers pay for, but they'll put a no trailer and an empty trailer ban. So if you have an empty trailer, you're not allowed to go to the state. And somebody might ask, well, how would they know if you're empty, Jason? Well, they have these things called scale houses and they'll pull you in 
and they will check on you to see if you have any weight. And if you have weight, then they'll let you go through. And if you're empty and they know what your weight's supposed to be empty, they'll give you a nice hefty fine. And they tell you, you need to stay put before you can even drive again. Uh, at least until the uh, empty trailer ban lifts up. I mean, it's, it's absolutely crazy, but anyway, it's been an interesting, it was an interesting month in Ohio. Um, my, in fact, my last weekend that I was there, um, really sad story. So there was a fuel driver with a company called Keenan advantage. Um, guy was 35 years old. I guess he had something going wrong with his truck and he was headed, uh, up towards I 90 and he was on an overpass on I two seventy one, And apparently his truck was on fire. Uh, according to people that were driving around him, his truck was on fire. He lost control, went over the overpass, um, on the highway and crashed down on the bottom, uh, with 7,000 gallons of diesel and completely exploded. And unfortunately took that poor young man's life at a real, real early age, 35 year old fuel hauler. I guess that was the third one in that same area or roundabouts in that area in the last, what, five years. They said they've had three now since 2019, three fuel haulers. So that's pretty sad. Very, very sad. But, uh, but you know, that's a serious, it's serious business. What we do, you know, hauling fuel is serious business, not to make my job sound like it's all that important, but it is absolutely serious business and it's scary. That's why I hold a lot of a lot of uh, life insurance on myself because you just never know. There's a lot of crazies out there. And I tell you what, they seem to be increasing in number by the day. I just, I cannot, I cannot get over how angry people get. <laughs> people get so flipping angry over the dumbest things. It's, 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 it's simply amazing. But anyways, but the whole time I was away, I did not listen to any podcasts. I did not do really much of anything. Did my 72-hour fast. As a matter of fact, speaking of that 72-hour fast, my wife and I are actually starting a 72-hour fast today. We just ate our last meal for the day. And so um, our 72-hour fast kind of, I guess, commenced about an hour ago. So we, we will be... Um, well, let's think about it. It's Sunday, right? So Sunday to Monday to Tuesday to Wednesday. So yeah, Wednesday evening, we should be able to eat again. So we're doing another 72 hour fast. I felt great last time when I did it. Um, so we just stuffed our faces full of pizza and junk food. Probably not the smartest thing to do before a fast, but hey, whatever. So anyways, we are doing that. So uh, I hope everybody's doing good. I really miss being on the show. I miss everybody. Hi, Rietta. Hi, Nancy. Glad to see y'all. Donnie. Donnie's in the house. My boy, Donnie. Um, what's kind of funny, actually the whole month that I was gone, even though I didn't do anything, there's no new activity on the podcast. Maybe it was because of the TikTok videos and the YouTube videos I've been doing, but I've gained new, uh, listeners. I've been checking up on the Podbean app and I've been seeing new listeners, uh, follow the podcast. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, I guess maybe these little TikTok videos are, are doing something. Speaking of TikTok and YouTube, I did make a video. I posted it on you. Um, uh, let's see, Telegram. I did post it on Telegram. Um, I'm going to play the audio real quick. It's about two minutes long, but it's funnier when you watch the video. But what, listen to this real quick, because it, it kind of does go in line with, you know, being quote unquote Super Bowl. Listen to this. If you've watched my other few videos, I do these videos where I argue with myself and, um, I don't ask me where I got the idea to do it from. I guess there's people on TikTok that do it, but I, I kind of, 
added a little extra spin on it. But anyways, listen to this. Okay, just listen to this. This is what I did today. But it's funnier when you watch it. So when you get a chance after the show, go on Telegram, go watch it, go on YouTube, go check it out. That's right. It is the voices in my head. What the hell is your problem? Dude, you're freaking me out. Oh, you know what I'm excited for, bro. Oh, I know. You're excited for the first podcast of the year that I'm about to do today, aren't you? Nope, nope, nope. That is certainly not it. Nope. It is Super Bowl Sunday, bro. Woo-woo. Seriously? Seriously? It's my first night on the podcast, and you're worried about the Super Bowl? Dude, get out of my car. What, what, what? Bro, why are you so hostile, man? Why are you so hostile? It's Super Bowl. No one's going to listen to that podcast of yours. Come on, man. Get out. Like, I don't care really, if I'm rolling. Gonna, get out. Start running. Get out of the car? If you, want, if you don't want to tumble, start running. Fast. I'll even slow it down to 50. Go. <laughs> Moron. You waste my time with this David Strait crap and your stupid state national license plate crap. And, and here you want to talk about Super Bowl Sunday? You understand how many hundreds of people they arrest for human trafficking? And you want to waste my time with that nonsense? Get out. You definitely were dropped on your head. And not multiple times. Get out. Fine. Fine. I'll get out. I don't even want to be in your stupid car. Freaking pull over. Freaking, I hate you. I absolutely hate you. And you and your stupid podcast. I'm out. Piece of stupid podcaster. <laughs> I got to stop hanging out with him. Hang out with your brother, Jason. Hang out with your brother. He's your brother. He has no other friends. It's just you and him. <laughs> just me and him, huh? I wish it was just me. so anyway those are the voices in my head that keep arguing with itself yeah so if you get a chance you got to go on telegram you got to go watch that it is uh in my opinion you know if i could be honest i think they're funny but i guess it doesn't take much to uh entertain myself so uh maybe that's why i do it maybe maybe that whole month by myself in that hotel room by myself uh made me go off the deep end i started arguing with myself (laughs) so anyway uh it's good to be back though it's it's really good to be back glad to be here uh yes i know it's super bowl you know super bowl sunday we don't recognize it around here um yeah i don't know anyway that's about all the uh that's all about all i'm going to mention about it but today's show is called the defined path and um the defined path so it represents having a detailed having a defined path in, to me represents having like a detailed map or a GPS, right? Guiding you uh, from your current location to your desired destination in life's journey, right? It's like having a well thought out plan for where we want to go and how we're going to get there. Having that defined path uh, means setting clear goals and objectives for yourself. Uh, this could be related, you know, to your career, personal development, relationships, right? Anything like that, any aspect in your life that, you know, where you want to improve and achieve success in. And this can be very applicable uh, when it comes to the desired results of having, in our case, right, who are, are in the assembly, uh, having all 50 states assembled, 
settled and out of interim status. And most importantly, you know, it's making sure that we always set straight our ways when it comes to growing our relationship with Jesus. I mean, so I mean, overall, it involves knowing what you want to accomplish and create a step-by-step plan to make it happen. And this might sound a bit ridiculous, but it's a very necessary action. And so this plan provides you with like a sense of direction and purpose. And it's supposed to help you stay focused and motivated, especially when we're faced with obstacles and challenges along the way. Uh, When we have a defined path, we are less likely to feel lost or uncertain about what our next step is supposed to be. Because if we have that roadmap, then we have something to follow. And this is extremely important to have at the end, you know, to have the end result in your mind. It's very, very key. You always want to begin with an end in mind. You need to have a definite picture in your mind of what it is you are desiring and what you're trying to achieve. It can't be vague and it needs to be resolute and well-defined. Overall, the defined path, and I'm getting somewhere here, so just follow me for a second. Um, This is the, the best way I could open up this show for the year because having that defined path is about, again, having a clear vision setting specific goals, right? Creating a structured plan. Now, when I was reading Isaiah chapter 30, verses 18 through 26, it it, kind of encapsulates what I kind of want to discuss today. So I'll just begin by reading again, Isaiah chapter 30, verses 18 through 26, and it's in the Old Testament. Um, And it starts by saying, truly, the Lord is waiting to be gracious to you. Truly, he shall rise to show you mercy for the Lord is a God of justice. Happy are all who wait for him. And yes, people of Zion dwelling in Jerusalem, you shall no longer weep. He will be most gracious to you when you cry out. As soon as he hears you, he will answer you. The Lord will give you bread in adversity and water in affliction, and no longer will your teacher hide himself, but with your own eyes you shall see your teacher, and your ear shall hear a word behind you. This is the way, walk in it, when you would turn to the right or to the left. Now you shall defile your silver-plated idols and your gold-covered images, and you shall throw them away like filthy rags, and you shall say, Get out. And he will give rain for the seed you sow in the ground, and the bread that the soil produces will be rich and abundant. And on that day your cattle will graze in broad meadows, the oxen and the donkeys that till the ground will eat silage tossed to them with shovel and pitchfork. Upon every high mountain and lofty hill, there will be streams of running water. On the day of the great slaughter, when the towers fall, the light of the moon will be like the light of the sun, and the light of the sun will be seven times greater like the light of seven days. And on the day, the Lord binds up the wounds of his people and heals the bruises left by his blows. So as we journey through the complexities of life. I think it's crucial to have, again, like I was saying before, a clear path aligned with our values and aspirations. Just like a ship needs a steady course to reach its destination. You know, we need direction. We have to have a solid direction on how we're going to navigate life's waters. 
because like Isaiah chapter 30, 18 through 26 says, you know, we find a, you know, we, we find a profound message about trusting in God's guidance and provision, particularly in times of adversity. And this passage emphasizes God's faithfulness to his people and his ability to bring about redemption and renewal. It's about establishing our values. And we set meaningful goals that reflect our aspirations, prioritizing these goals based on their significance to us, allows us to focus our energy on what truly matters. Integrating our aspirations into every aspect of our lives is the key to success. I want to repeat that. Integrating our aspirations into every aspect of our lives is key to success. Whether if it's implementing time management techniques or like working towards uh, uh, broader societal goals, like restoring the Republic of, our, of America, for example, if you're in the assembly, right? Our goals should be woven into the fabric of our daily lives. But achieving these goals is a very continuous journey of learning and growth, learning and growth, learning and more growth. We need to remain open to new opportunities for development, staying flexible in our approach as circumstances change. And this echoes the message of continuous learning and growth found throughout the Bible. So, I mean, above all, maintaining a sense of faith and purpose is essential, whether our path involves restoring the Republic, following Jesus, or pursuing personal developmental goals. We need to trust in our beliefs and stay committed to our vision, even in the face of challenges. In this sense of purpose and direction guides us on our journey. When Jesus talked about uh, the narrow gate, I know you guys are familiar with that 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 Bible story, the narrow, the narrow and the wide gate, right? In Matthew, Matthew chapter seven, right? In the Bible, he highlights the, that profound truth about the path to eternal life. He contrasts those two paths. One leads to destruction and another leads to life. And this imagery emphasizes the exclusivity of Christ as the only way to salvation. Again, it's that defined path. But being definite, here's the thing, being definite in our minds about where we want to go is crucial. Just as a well-defined path gives us direction and purpose in life, it also helps us stay focused and motivated. It keeps the eye on the prize. Now, when we submit to God and seek his guidance, he directs our steps and lead us, and, you know, he leads us along the right path. So, I mean, in conclusion with Isaiah here, right, what we just read here, the, uh, well, not just in Isaiah, but also in Matthew chapter seven here, I believe it's verse 13 and 14 here. But the narrow gate reminds us of, again, the exclusivity of Christ as the only way to salvation. And having a well-defined path in life provides us with direction, purpose, and motivation to pursue our goals and fulfill God's purpose for our lives. And it requires a deliberate effort and submission to God's guidance, but ultimately leads to the abundant life that Jesus promises to those who follow him. Again, on that well-defined path. Now, <clears throat> the past month and a half-ish, has been incredibly transformative for me. 
And I am deeply grateful for that decision that I made to step away when I went and took this work assignment in Ohio uh, for the, you know, and, and just stepped away from the podcast and other commitments during that time. Unfortunately, part of that also meant being away from my family. And for that, I feel very bad for my wife because that was the one month Michigan got pounded with snow. And that was the one month my wife probably could have used me the most was during that whole time. But uh, I tried to make it up to her. I don't know if it, if it completely made it up to her, but when we went to Sandusky, we went to Kalahari just for a few days and we got back a couple of days ago. I treated her to a little spa day, get, you know, facial and uh, what was it, a massage. And there's some other thing. They have this room called the hollow, hollow therapy room. It's basically a Himalayan salt room. It's supposed to help you with your, uh, I don't know what your, your respiratory system. Anyway. So uh, it's, um, oh yeah. And that was it. <laughs> oh yeah. God, you guys would never believe it. So literally like the first week I was gone, my wife was contending with constant smoke detectors doing that chirp, right? When they run out of batteries, you know what I'm talking about where they go beep, and it does that over and over and over again. She was trying to chase it and try to figure out where, what it, where it was. And I said, well, I got one battery. I got one battery that should fix that. So she finally found it, replaced the battery, and it stopped. Next day, another one starts going off. And then another one starts going off. But this time it was like, it, yeah, there's three of them. But this time it was like one in the morning or two in the morning or something like that. So I get a call. She wakes me up like about an hour before my alarm goes off or 30, 40 minutes before my alarm goes off. And uh, <laughs> poor girl, I feel so bad for her. So she calls me at like 2.30 in the morning. These alarms are chirping. I don't know which one's which. So I called a buddy of mine who I work with and I knew he was just getting off his shift. He's my neighbor. And Nick, if you're listening, thanks again, buddy. So he went and bought a bunch of batteries and came over to help her replace these batteries. Well, one of them decided to just completely blip out. So we needed a whole new smoke detector. So he just completely took it off the ceiling. So I was like, bro, thank you. I appreciate it. So they, my wife had to deal with that. She had to deal with like snowmageddon. Um, she just, you know, she pretty much was a single mom that whole month of January while I was, you know, hauling fuel back and forth from Canton, Ohio to Buffalo, New York. I felt bad. I felt so bad for her. that poor woman, that poor woman. She went through hell and back. I swear Satan was definitely testing her. Satan was definitely. And that was the time, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, that was during the period when I was going through my 72 hour fast, figure that one out, figure that one out. Yeah, and then a week and a half later, the last one went off. The very last one that did not have a battery replaced, <laughs> she got it replaced. I was like, oh, my God, poor, poor woman, poor, poor, poor woman. But anyway, she made it through. They made it through. They, they survived. <laughs> so, but this break that I took, though, overall from the podcast, podcast it provided me um, with much needed clarity. Uh, allowing me to reflect on the journey from where I started to where I am now and where I envision myself and this podcast to be in the future. The reflection, this reflection is important because it reminded me of 
my initial intentions when I began this podcast two years ago. Because it was two years ago in February that I started this podcast for the very first episode, like literally a week ago, uh, two years ago. And I listened to earlier episodes uh, while I was in Ohio of earlier shows that I did when I first started. I listened to the contempt of the Constitution. Hint, hint. Very important one we're going to need to start getting familiar with, which I'm going to talk a little bit more about that here later. Um, but I was listening to earlier episodes and then I compared them to more recent ones and I've analyzed the delivery to the content and the intentions behind my messages. And it all comes back to the primary reason why I started this podcast to begin with. And I had to think about this and the whole reason why I started this was to serve God by serving you and by serving you means to be respectful of your time and not fill this podcast with a bunch of fluffy junk that has absolutely no relevance to what's going on in our assembly and in our spiritual lives and to deliver the best, you know, it's my goal to deliver the best educational content as well as, you know, provide captivating and truthful stories from my own life. Um, that I could maybe pass on through the show that maybe, you know, something that I've learned the hard way, maybe something that you can learn, you know, from my mistakes. And so back to having that defined path, having a defined path is ultimately about, in my opinion, selflessly serving other people, delivering content that resonates with you as the listener, right? Rather than focusing on my own desires of growing this show or attaining recognition, it's not about the numbers. It's not about me. It's not about popularity. It's not about being a top 10 podcaster in the world. You know, there could be just 50 of you or 50 million of you. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. My commitment will always remain the same. And that is to strive to serve you. Because when I reflected on, when I reflected on what it truly means to serve you and to serve God and to serve my family, it all comes down to being a faithful steward of my own time. And time, as you all know, is a very invaluable and non-renewable resource. You can't recycle it. And time shapes our, you know, our life. And we all get the same amount of time and how we utilize it, that's up to us. And so I recognize this and what I'm trying to do, actually, I'm going to, and I'm going to uh, fix my vocabulary because I am taking the word try out of my vocabulary because trying means you're only going to half, you know, what, you know, half, half can it, if you will. But by recognizing this uh, truth about time, I am choosing to prioritize focusing more on my family. Now, I understand that God takes precedence over all this, right, including my family, but I've made a deliberate choice to produce, like I said, three pre-recorded podcasts midweek, which I'll do one, I'll, I'll release one on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturdays, and then I'll do a live show every Sunday. And the shift uh, of how I'm going to be structuring the show will allow me to alleviate, it'll alleviate the pressure of a rigid schedule that's already imposed by my day job. 
Because as you know, I get up at like two, three in the morning, very, very early hours. And until circumstances permit me to commit full time to this podcast, this arrangement ensures that the podcast will continue to thrive while providing you, the listener, with what you are wanting. Now, what is it that you want, right? What do we all want? If you're like me, and correct me if I'm wrong, we ultimately desire truth, right? And there's no better source of truth than from the Bible, God's word, the word of God, right? And nurturing our relationship with Jesus, who embodies truth. And additionally, advancing our education and knowledge is crucial for restoring our great republic and ultimately freeing our nation's people through the reassembly of states, which, again, all operates under common law, which aligns with natural law. Well, what's natural law? That's God's law. It's the foundation we need to return to. So four days a week, I will devote myself to serving God by serving you and enriching our learning together. And the remaining three days are going to be dedicated to my family. And by recording podcasts on these three days and not adhering to a live show schedule, I can also carve out more quality time during those days as well for my family while prioritizing getting adequate rest for my health. Because my realization, I also had another realization. My realization about the importance of self-care prompted by the numerous audiobooks I've listened to is very pivotal. I tell you, folks, I must have listened to about 32, 31, 32 audiobooks in the last month. I just got done finishing. Let me see. What did I just listen to? Hold on. Let me go back to my YouTube. Did you know YouTube, by the way? Great free resource if you want to save money and not pay for like Audible. If you go to YouTube and type in like a certain author, like for me, I just listened to John Maxwell. Um, hold on. What was this called? It was John Maxwell. Where is it at? Where is it at? There's like, there it is. Uh, wait, is this it? No. Where is it? I have so many audiobooks. Let me find it. It was like the 16 laws of communication. Of course, now I can't find it. Yeah, it was like the 16 or 15 laws of communication. It was an eight-hour audiobook. I just finished it today. Very, very good book. And by the way, I found the audiobook on YouTube, uh, The 5,000-Year Leap. I think that seems to be a very relevant book within the General Journal Assembly that we all like to read. There is an audiobook, The 5,000-Year Leap, for free on YouTube. It's 8 hours and 33 minutes and 14 seconds long, just FYI. But anyway, listen to a lot of audiobooks. I learned a lot. And... Because of everything that I've been listening to, um, by record, like I said, by recording these podcasts after work, it allows me to maintain a disciplined schedule that allows me to prioritize rest because I've been feeling like I've been draining myself over the last two years between work, assembly, podcasting, taking care of the house, you name it. And, you know, balancing my day job, podcasting, personal growth, family, assembly commitments, that all that's essential. And so this balanced approach ensures that I give sufficient attention, time, and energy to all aspects of my life without depleting myself to the point of wanting to quit the podcast and the assembly. Because I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So this ultimately, what, 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 what has been happening ultimately obviously the devil wants, right? And the devil being the ultimate enemy of us all. 
And it's up to us to never let our minds run idle, which ultimately, you know, causes us to drift in life. And this is why it's so important to have a well-defined path going forward. Now, there's no denying that the past two years have been very fruitful in many aspects, and I'm sure you all have experienced similar positives as well. But it's important to acknowledge the challenges that we have faced, particularly, and those of you who are in the local county in your local state general general assembly, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about because we've encountered a group of reprobates who have acted disruptively, hindering our efforts to make positive changes in our assemblies and restore this greatness of our country. And these people, in fact, I don't even want to give them titles of people. These individuals have exhibited narcissistic criminal behavior, creating distractions and impeding our progress. And yes, Rietta is absolutely correct. And they are still causing trouble. But guess what? Sadly for these people, they have not been that successful for very long, even though they still tend to be a big pain in our, you know what? But we are on a firm and resolute pathway to getting our country back, and much is going to be occurring this year alone, and that means a punishment for all of these reprobates. Fortunately, we are now on a positive trajectory actively addressing these issues in a lawful and proactive manner and their actions will not go unpunished and they will be exposed at every level make no mistake folks they will be exposed at every level once these proceedings conclude these findings are going to be published on a national level and it's going to be seen all the way down to the local level and it's going to be crucial to emphasize, and this is the other part I want to kind of get more into as well. It's crucial to emphasize the significance of the common law grand jury and its role in our nation. The common law grand jury serves as a crucial buffer between the people and the lower government branches, the lower three branches of government being the judicial, executive, and legislative branches. It holds the grand jury, the common law grand jury holds the power. Get this. People don't know this, but the common law grand jury holds the power to nullify unjust laws and hold government officials accountable, including imprisonment when necessary. And some of these people, even though it was on the de jure side during interim status, guess what? They are still technically public servants who hold office, and that also means they will be punished to the fullest extent of the law. Moving forward, we will focus on educating ourselves, the righteous people who choose to be on the side of God and to choose to be on the side of helping the rest of America who has no idea what's going on. But we, you know, for those of us out there who choose to educate ourselves on topics such as the contempt of the Constitution and its implications for our country's future, it's time to empower ourselves with knowledge and take action for the betterment of our nation. 
And yes, Oscar is absolutely correct. A, a, a wonderful man out of the Missouri General Journal Assembly, contempt of the JCO, the Journal Covenant of Office. Let me tell you something. It's a sad day when there's people who are not in the assembly are willing to show up for a grand jury over certain people that are that are assembly members. That's sad. And if I'm going to tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, when you become an assembly member, there's a certain level of, you know, expectations of your involvement that are required. Doesn't require a whole lot. It just depends, you know, on if how involved you want to be. But you can't just join and be like, oh, I'm just going to sit here and ride on the coattails of other people and just put my name on some stuff. It's not how that works. But it's a sad, sad day when people who are non-assembly members jump up to uh, be a part of a grand jury over assembly members. That's a, that's a, that's mm-mm. tis tis. That's not good. That's basically showing you don't give a crap about your country. And we will be continuing. So starting this week. I was just talking it over with a few people here in the Michigan General General Assembly just yesterday. I will be going over. Now, I already know I have a podcast where I read the whole contempt of the Constitution. But I am going to be starting on Tuesday, the day uh, yeah, day after tomorrow. I'm going to go over the contempt of the Constitution again. But instead of in one giant show, it's going to be in bite-sized you know, shows. So... Instead of one full show, it might be broken up into, I don't know, four or five shows. And we're going to break it down and we're going to read it slowly. And we're going to make sure that we comprehend it because everybody from the county to the state level need, and, and, and the military, the military needs to know this too. Military is going to be playing a big role here in the future, folks. But everybody from the county to the state level needs to be familiar with the contempt of the Constitution. Well, Jason, you keep talking about contempt of the Constitution. What is that? What is that? It is the first common law that has been established on the books since 1861. And if you care to know more about it, I would highly suggest you download the shows as they drop as we go through the contempt of the Constitution. So this is going to be the first order of business on this podcast as we move forward. Again, this is that defined path. We're eliminating fluff and we're getting back down to business. We've been distracted enough by these little turd bags or what did, what did Oscar say here? Hold on. Turds in a punch bowl. Yeah, I like that. We have been distracted for a long enough time with these turds in a punch bowl. And it's time to flush the turds down the toilet and move on with business. Like I said, lately, I've been pondering the why behind my actions. Why did I start this podcast? Why did I join the assembly? Why have I chosen this path in my life? And why did I feel the need to step back from the podcast to realign myself? These were questions that arose from a sense of uh, not, how do I want to say it? These questions kind of sparked inside of me because I had a sense of, not, of feeling like I have not fully been serving you 
which means I feel like I have not been fully serving God as he deserves and as you all deserve and feeling like I have not been serving my family as they deserve. I feel like I've been putting too many irons in the fire. You know, a former colleague of mine, somebody I used to work with, shared a very profound yet simple analogy with me. And maybe I've talked about this some time back. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I can't remember. But I'm going to say it again. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share this again. He said, Jason, life is a balancing act. I said, okay. He explains that we're constantly juggling different balls in our hands. The family ball is, a de- is delicate like crystal, right? It shatters after being dropped a few times, but everything else, like our hobbies, jobs, podcasts, or anything like that, that's all consisted of rubber balls. You drop one, they bounce back. However, dropping the family ball has irreversible consequences. It chips, it cracks, and eventually it shatters beyond repair. Now, the analogy struck a chord with me Because again, it highlights the importance of prioritizing family above all else. So having a defined path means having a vision and continuously striving towards it. Now, while we may encounter multiple destinations and challenges along the way, adaptability is key because we need to learn to navigate roadblocks and remain flexible while striving for self-mastery and strengthening our relationship with Jesus. So as we press forward in this journey, as I, I should say, as I press forward in this journey that I started two years ago when I started this podcast, I aim to help you all to develop and hone these traits while also refining them within myself. It's about continuous growth and drawing closer to our our ultimate destination while navigating life's twists and turns. So where do we go from here? Where do we go? How will I leverage the last month and a half of downtime to reflect, reset, and apply what I've learned? It begins with decisiveness and clarity in our thoughts and actions. It's about being resolute in our purpose and fully engaging in it, utilizing our time, talents, and treasures. One thing that I've picked up from all these audiobooks that I've listened to, and I listen to a lot, I must have listened to at least 160 hours worth of audiobooks, give or take a, a few hours. But the one common thing that I've picked up from every single one of these books which talks about different topics from different authors and different time frames of when they've written these books. The one common theme that I keep reaching in every single one of these books, and I can't remember the exact Bible verse, but you guys remember in Matthew where it says, let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. Everything that I read or listened to in these books discussed in some form or fashion Being definite in your thoughts, have definiteness in your decisions. Don't be wishy-washy. Don't be like, oh, I'm going to dip my toe in the pool here. I'm going to be a lukewarm Christian. I'm going to have one foot on both sides of the fence, you know, see how I like it, see how it goes. No, you need to be definite. That's the one common theme that I've picked up 
the one common lesson I've picked up in all these books, be definite in your decisions and be present in your purpose. Be definite in your thoughts and decisions and be present with your purpose. Again, it falls in line with that defined path we all need to be on. And I've always emphasized the importance of of specificity and detail in our expectations. And here's the thing. We need to visualize the end result. I can't, and I can't express this enough. We have to have the end in mind. We have to have a clear vision in our mind of where it is that we want to go. This is why having a defined path forward is crucial, even amidst inevitable disruptions that we have, you know, dealt with. And thank you, Oscar, for that. Yes, uh, Oscar put it right here in the chat. Matthew 5, chapter 5, verse 37, out of the New King James Version. But let your yes be yes and your no, no. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. Be definite in your decisions. Don't be, oh, maybe. Uh, No. Be definite. Be resolute. Remaining steadfast in our faith and deepening our relationship with Christ will help us navigate these obstacles, I think, honestly, more effectively than if we were to tackle them and face them alone. Yes, Oscar says it plainly right here, and this is something that we've always dealt with here in Michigan. Do not abstain unless absolutely necessary. Don't be an abs- you know, an abstaining queen. Oh, I abstain, I abstain. Well, why do you abstain? Did you not hear the motion? Did you not understand what was being asked? What you're voting on? Why are you abstaining? Again, let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. If you're constantly abstaining, that means you cannot operate functionally and properly on a grand jury. If you are a person who cannot let a yes mean yes and a no mean no and you're constantly abstaining, then you deserve, you have no business being on a common law grand jury, period. Step aside, Karen. We don't need you. And don't, don't think for a minute that this isn't on a spiritual end, you know, that, that, that there isn't a spiritual element to this because there's a dark spiritual enemy seeking to undermine us. But we're gaining solid momentum, and I urge all of you to share this podcast not only with those that you believe will resonate with it, only share this podcast, okay? I'm going to put a little stipulation on this. I don't want you just shotgunning this out there. Only share this with quality men and women who you think and know are committed to being a part of the solution. I don't want just any Tom, Dick, and Harry on this, uh, you know, following this show anymore. Because again, this ain't about the numbers. It's about having a quality group of people who are serious about the restoration of this country. And it starts with self-education and continual, uh, continuous self-mastery, continuously self-improving yourself. Share it with those who deeply love and respect our country, but most importantly, who love and respect our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because we will always put Jesus first on this platform. Jesus will always be first.
And so we need to ensure that the ugly face of tyranny and oppression never resurfaces and it, you know, which would try to lead us astray from God. And together, I say, let's press forward as a nation united in our commitment to truth, justice, and freedom. I don't want to give out too much because I don't need certain fusticators and infiltrators targeting specific states, but I know there are certain states out there, both on the West Coast and the East Coast, that are doing very well. I'll just leave it there. Not going to mention states, but you know who you are. Kudos and congrats. Progress is being made, and I'm not going to be giving much talking points on who's doing what, what states are doing what, when, where, and how. I had somebody say on a social media, maybe some of you caught that in the chat room, somebody was being stupid and ignorant saying, oh, well, you know, nobody's putting anything on the national website's uh, blog page in a long time, so we don't know what states are doing. Yet there's a reason for that, because every time a state publishes notice, it seems like all of a sudden the, 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 the toilet turds tend to make their way to that state and they start infiltrating right away to screw with it. Got to ask yourself, what is it about the General General Assembly that makes these people so scared? Maybe because there's a lot of validity behind it? Just saying. With that, let's pray. Man, I'm doing good with the time. I'm doing, this is part of my thing that I'm trying to do is get better and stricter with my time. 53 minutes. Look at that. All right. Dear Heavenly Father. Ah, this first show feels good. Thank you for being with us. Um, as we gather in reflection and gratitude, we come before you seeking your guidance and blessings as we press forward in our mission. We thank you for the clarity and wisdom gained during this time of reflection and for the opportunity to realign our purpose with your divine plan. We ask that you grant us the strength and resolve to be resolute in our decisions and thoughts as we continue on this journey of serving you and educating others on the restoration of our republic and the principles of common law. Please help us to be definite in our purpose, letting our yes mean yes and our no mean no, to help us visualize the end result with clarity and to start with an unwavering commitment to truth and justice. Bless our efforts, please, God, as we share this message with others who are eager to be part of the solution who love our country deeply, and who seek to self-educate and advance our nation's progress. May our actions be guided by your light and our hearts be filled with your love and compassion. And we ask for your protection against the forces of darkness that seek to undermine us. And we trust in your divine providence to lead us forward with courage and grace. Strengthen our resolve, God, Father God, and empower us to make a positive impact in the lives of those we touch. And with a final prayer, Rietta adds, Lord, thank you that you spoke to Jason and gave him your direction. Lord, continue to use him for your glory. Lord, we ask that you continue to protect and grow the assembly. Bring those who love you and our country, the one that you gave us. Thank you, Lord. 
And with that, we pray in your holy son's name, Jesus. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. Boy, what a fantastic show. I'm so happy to be back. I really am. And like I said, I hope you all understand why I'm going to be restructuring the show that I am, you know, on how I'm restructuring it. But I feel like I can get more done with less, if that makes sense. I just don't want to be filling the the podcast with fluff. I don't want to disrespect your time. I don't want to waste your time because you guys, I know, have other podcasts that you listen to. You guys have other things you do, audiobooks you listen to. Um, the last thing I need to do is to try to gain the downloads by putting out as much content as possible. It's not a matter of content. It's a matter of putting out quality, educational, solid content. But at the same time, too, you guys need to know that I do care about your time and I never want it to be uh, wasted. And so, um, and like I said, I don't want to rob my family of time from me. So this is also just as much as it is for you. It is just as much as it, you know, it's for myself and my family as well. So anyways, remember, ladies and gentlemen, here at his hard line, we are firm. We are steadfast. We are uncompromising. The enemy will not cross this line anymore because it is men and women like you and I who hold this line firm and make sure no one veers over that line accidentally. God bless, ladies and gentlemen, and we will see you back here on Tuesday. Look out for the podcast drop Tuesday evening. We'll see you then. To find more shows like this, you can visit hishardline.com. And to learn more about your involvement with your local General General Assembly, you can visit national-assembly.net. His Hardline Podcast. His Hardline Podcast. Podcast. exercise caution regarding any organization purporting to be an assembly and claiming similar objectives such as the American States Assembly, National Liberty Alliance, Life Force, Beacon 37, RUSA Tactical Civics, or any entity diverging from the officially recognized Michigan model acknowledged by seven countries and the United States military. Furthermore, it's important to clarify that we do not endorse or recognize status corrections. Oh, shit.